Hey there, you're listening to the Owen and Charlie Catch-Up Podcast from this morning's show. Take a listen to what we got up to. Next, next, next. We've got Charles with us here, Charles, our newsreader, here to give us a little bit of info about what's going on in the news. Charles, what's happening? Yeah, so uh, in a sign of the times that normal service is resuming in New South Wales, the Kudos Bank Arena Vaccination Hub is shutting down on November 7th to allow events to resume at the venue. Oh, wow, because when you said it was shutting down, I was quite confused, but it makes a lot more sense now because events are back. Oh, yeah, because if there's a big vaccination station set up in the middle, then obviously nothing can happen. Because I was like, surely we need to keep getting people vaccinated. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, this is bad mindset. news. <laughs> but I guess we're kind of opening up and, you know, quite a lot of us are already vaccinated. We don't need the... Is that the case, Charles, that we don't need the kind of mass vaccination clinic anymore? Yeah, that's exactly right, Charlie. Uh, We are 1 million doses away from hitting the national mark of 80%, and that's even higher in New South Wales. And uh, in addition to the Kudos Bank Arena Vaccination Hub closing, a lot of Western Sydney community clinics are closing because just so many people are vaccinated. So that includes uh, the Bankstown PCYC, uh, Carnes Hill, Catherine Park, Fairfield, just to name a few. So they're all going to shut by the end of the month. So, look, I mean, you know, we still want to get people vaccinated, but I guess this is a, a sign that, you know, lo- everyone's vaccinated, really, so we don't uh, need these hubs anymore. Well, that's it. If we're over 90%, you know, we'll get there soon. You don't need all these different places. Those 10% can go to the specific places, I guess, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like pharmacies, GPs, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. So that's, I guess that's a good news story. And events are back. I wonder what the first event is going to be at that stadium. Do you know that? I put you on the spot here, Charles. I don't, but I <laughs> but I do know that uh, I have bought tickets to see my favourite acts, Gorillas and Tyler Crater, next year. So uh, yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm ready for that to for the vaccination hub to end and to be able to see those uh, those acts perform live. Do you think there's going to be a lot of stuff being made like about COVID stories? Like, what's when's the COVID nineteen musical coming? Yeah, out? the musical. Yeah, surely there's what yeah. That's something to look forward to. Maybe we write it. <laughs> Maybe we write it. Um, and in news in the NRL, Charles. Yeah, uh, news that will make my dad very, very happy. The North Sydney Bears, his team has, uh, well, they've uh, confirmed their bid to rejoin the NRL and become the 18th team 22 years after they were forced out of the competition. So what's, is that realistic? Like surely there's too many teams, too many NRL teams in Sydney. Is well, it? well, I mean, uh, you know, it is a it is a, <laughs> a, a New South Wales, yeah, it, it is a New South Wales sport after all. Loads of uh, teams in New South Wales, but I, I think on the back of the the Dolphins, the Redcliffe Dolphins being allowed uh, or being confirmed to be the seventeenth team, I think there's that feeling. Well, you know, seventeenth, it's a bit of an odd number. The natural progression is to go to eighteen teams, and the North Sydney Bears are. A, an established name and, and there's been rumours for about five months now it was first uh, reported been... in the Sydney Morning Herald that they would be back and they've got uh, the backing of the North Sydney Leagues Club and some other private owners have also flagged interest in, in buying the team What about Perth? Surely NRL to Perth? No, no You don't think the Bears Bears to Perth the Perth Bears and get the best of both worlds? No, uh, WA, I'm afraid, doesn't really give a toss about the, the NRL. And uh, they tried with the Adelaide Rams with the Super League and that crashed and burned as well. So just just keep the teams in Sydney and Queensland, I say. Yeah, another one in Melbourne, mate. Oh, they'll be too successful and Sydney will hate that. N-E-X-T. Next. It's time for Charlie's Stories from the Internet. Oh, and Charlie, for your breakfast on Next. And what a lovely time it is. Hey, it's quarter past eight here on Next, but I've got a great story for you. Bit of a local story. It's an Aussie internet story. Oh. Oh, and I want to tell you the tale of Staxwell and Co. 
Stackswell and Co. Stackswell and Co. So, let me set the scene. Uh, you are, well, you're 17 years old. That mm, I am. You live in Coffs Harbour. Sleepy little beach town. Uh, you're a bit bored in the evenings. You're at high school. You hang out with your mates. Your mum has a real boring office job. Mm. And you look at that job Classic. and you think... How does anybody do that? How do people do water cooler chat? How do people do the passive aggressive notes? That whole culture, it's crazy. Well, yeah. this is Thomas Oscar's story. And what he decided okay. to do is he made a Facebook group with his friends. This is back in 2015. Yeah. And what he wanted to do, he wanted to set up a fake company on Facebook where they would all pretend to be workers in an office. So it was all completely made up. It was all completely made up and it was all uh, just for fun, mostly to poke fun at people who yes. have boring office jobs and who kind of live that life and are in it and, you know, post messages about like, yes. whoever heated up fish in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. Strava is their what main is... favorite app. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff. So he, he makes the group, he sets himself up as the CEO of the company. Good and he makes him. Yeah, of course. you got to, you know. <laughs> Aim high, kid. It would be, imagine. He made imagine. himself the assistant. Yeah, he's, a, he's just an intern. He wants to, make, he wants to work his way up. Um, he makes himself the CEO. He gets all his friends to write applications to apply for jobs at the, at the company. And they have a great time. They, you know, they post stuff um, on the Facebook page that are the same passive aggressive things. And they all have a big laugh at like, ha ha ha, imagine if this was our real life. You know, they make like posters for yeah. fake office events. Like, hey, oh, it's wow. Sandwich Tuesday coming yes. up. Everyone comment your favorite sandwich Someone's below. birthday, bring a cake in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, there's an important meeting at 3.30 for a special birthday. Yes. So they're all poking fun. It blows up. People people oh. love it. Um, and it goes international and people from all over the world start joining the Facebook group. Different offices around the world. Well, that's it. See, before it was this group of school friends making fun of the offices. Yes. Um, and now... Uh, there's people from actual office jobs who are getting oh. in, and they kind of miss Thomas Oscar's joke a okay. little bit. Is it? I should also mention uh, Stackswell and Co. They're a very important business. They shift units. Oh, that's how they make money. <laughs> good, good. Um, they're unit shifters. Yes. Um, but so all these people come in and they start joining, and they start. Like I said, they miss the joke that Thomas mm. Oscar was kind of trying to poke fun at office people. And they're like, wouldn't it be funny if this office was a little bit wacky? Because they're already living the office life. Yes. So for them, the joke is like, what if 10,000 iguanas accidentally got released in one no. of the office floors? No. And so now all the posts are like, haha, just saw an iguana on my way to the water cooler. And as they're on the way to the water cooler, probably, yeah, that's when they're typing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thomas Oscar, he gets sick. It's not his sense of humor. He sees this fun thing that he made with his friends and he's he gets very mad and it culminates. He makes this post on the Facebook group and he always signs off as CEO because he's CEO of, of Stacks Co. He's worked hard to get there, to be he, fair. <laughs> he worked really hard. An afternoon putting a Facebook group <laughs> together. But so... He, he makes this post uh, and the subject line... He also, I should mention, all the posts on the Facebook group are set out as if they're emails. So nice. they have a subject line in the two. So it's two, all staff. Subject, you suck. Oh. Give me a good reason why I shouldn't delete this unfunny piece of blank group. My dream of just for fun generic office roleplay has been ruined by people who think they're funny. F you all. I honestly hate you. Hate is in all caps. Yeah. Um, sincerely, Thomas Oscar, CEO. That's how it ended. Well, there is one more step to this story. Um, he sells the company. Oh. There is an interested investor who comes in. His name is uh, David Flew. He's a real-life uh, lawyer. David Flew. 
flew. Yeah, he's from America. Ooh, um, busy time. And he buys the company for $25. Thomas Oscar says he talked him up from 20 to 25 so good business Well, there. he's a good businessman. He's a CEO. Um, and the iguanas take over the business, and it fades into obscurity, unfortunately. And that's that's the end of that. That's the L of it's, the, it's uh, a b- the <laughs> unit-shifting company, Stackwell & Co. It just reminds me, remember when Facebook was like cool, and then all your parents, your parents came on it? Yes, And then 100%. you were posting pictures of you having a good time. And they were like, what's this, Owen? (laughs) Next, next, next. We've been talking about NFTs and we've decided to make and sell our own next NFT. We have, which is exciting. But Owen, I'm so confused about what an NFT is. Can somebody please explain it for me? What's an NFT? An NFT is a collectible digital asset and it stands for non-fungible token. Non-fungible means that something is completely unique and can't be replaced by anything else. So you can think of NFTs as a digital, one-of-a-kind trading card. NFTs can be anything digital, such as art, music, GIFs, videos, and more. In the world of NFTs, you're either an artist, buyer, or collector. You can list, buy, and sell on several online marketplaces, not authorised by the Australian Government Canberra. Wow. I understand now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> it does make sense. I was doing some research yesterday. I saw one sold for $10,000, wow. another one for twenty. So we can be making... One for two. So yeah. We can be making some serious bank here. <laughs> yes, we could and be. We talked yesterday about what we're going to do with all the money, and we, we decided that we're going to set up a bar tab at, uh, at a local Western Sydney pub. Yes. So Are you here to announce... Yeah. Which pub? Yeah, I'm here to announce Drink responsibly, it. of course. Oh, yeah. The bar tab, it's not just going to cover drinks. It'll get food. It'll do all that kind of stuff. Yes. Anything you're going for, uh, obviously, it will cover drinks as well. <laughs> yeah. But the non- non-alcoholic beers and stuff, they're quite big, aren't they? Huge. Really yeah. trendy. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting massive traction. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that one at you. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> but let's not delay any further. I'm so excited to announce. Uh, here we go. The Cow and Hedge... In Parramatta. The cow and hedge. The cow and hedge. We got a lot of submissions. A lot of people saying, oh, hey, come to this pub. It's great. We picked uh, the cow and hedge. It's such a lovely place. Like I said, it's in Parramatta. It's right next to Harris Park Station, right next to Western Sydney Uni. Um, It's a beautiful spot. They've got a great menu. So many great things you can uh, buy there. Yeah, so um, they've got Booper's Beer. On tap. Yeah, on tap. Davis Cider as well. So can't wait to... Drink a couple of boopers. Oh, that's Big it. fan of the boopers. You've got to get in for student hour. Maybe you've, maybe you've had class at Western Sydney Uni and you want to drop in for a couple of drinks. Well. <laughs> well, so that's it. So all the profits we make off our NFT, NFT will be going on the bar tab. So if it's $20 million, there's $20 million in this bar tab. So you need to be there because you don't want to miss out. That's why <sighs> exactly. we're excited to share this with you. And also excited to share that our NFT is complete. We finished it's it. It's done. It's ready. It's packed away. It is ready to go to be to go on sale. And we are going to be releasing that and sharing that with you very soon. So make sure you're following us on the socials at Afters Radio on Instagram and Next Radio on Facebook. Next. More music, more talk, more of the West. The A-League season kicks off soon with the Western Sydney Wanderers' first game, 20th of November against Sydney FC. Should be an absolute cracker of a game. Looking forward to the... Uh, a-League getting back with the crowds as well. So that's very, very exciting really stuff. Really exciting. The A-League has been in the news today for a little bit of a different reason. Have a listen to this. You said you haven't been your authentic self. Who are you? Um, I'm Josh Cavallo. Um, today, I'm proud to publicly announce that I'm gay. Um, it's something that I have kept from my family, um, from my peers, from my friends. 
um, and it's a very long journey that I've been fighting personally and um, I'm ready to take that next step and I'm comfortable to be open about my sexuality. That's massive. Like you don't realize, and quickly, thanks to the project for that audio as well, but that's massive. Um, it's a game changer. So he's the first Australian footballer to come out as gay while actively playing in the A-League. But as far as I'm aware, it's the first Australian player worldwide to come out, a soccer player. It's, it's incredible. Um, as they're actively playing. Uh, it's a game changer. So that will change um, the lives of so many young people who out there who may be struggling. Um, I know personally, I identify I'm a gay man. Um, I didn't come out until I was 25. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's a, it's a struggle that many people uh, deal with silently. Um, and that's what Josh said as well. He uh, felt alone, uh, felt he couldn't talk to people because you just don't know what people's reaction is going to be. Um, everyone's like, oh, they're the fam- your family, they'll love you and stuff. But what happens if they don't? You know, you could wake up one morning and say something to your, your parents and then that's... And there's people, I've got, fa- I've got friends whose um, family have disowned them and they never see their family again. Uh, so there's that fear that's always living with these people and like why in 2021 are people still living like this it's gross it's horrendous I don't it's just terrible and you see this interview and look it up on maybe not on the socials we'll put a link up to the interview and stuff it's a full video release he did and you can just see the the freedom and the happiness in him telling his story and finally he can be who he is Um, and hopefully other people can uh, take inspiration and again I know talking personally, everyone's journey is different. So I can only talk from my personal experience. But there's no, there was an NRL player that came out in the late 90s. Um, but there's no like athletes, yeah? So the only sort of gay people you see in the media, um, you know, like, and I'm not, you know, this is from my personal experience. So maybe entertainers and a certain type of person, that's great. But, you know, you're not seeing rugby players and that like coming out as gay and people can relate to them. So it is very hard, I think, for young boys, especially young men, um, to, to connect with someone and feel comfortable within themselves when they're being told that that's not normal. Um, so I think this is great. I've just been talking lots here, but I think this is a great time. And I think finally it's a, it's a massive game changer. And the more of this, the better, and it will help many, many young people out there. Um, if this is a story that has affected you in any way, you can call Q Life on 1-800-184-527 or Lifeline on one three one one. One four, but I think it's an amazing time, and my big advice is speak to people, speak to your family and friends, and and life is good. Next, and it's one of my favourite moments of the morning of our brekkie show. It's time for yay or nay with producer Beck. Hey Beck, how are you doing? Morning, boys. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really well. Uh, what have you got for us this morning? All right. First up, cruise ships. Yay or nay? Three, two. One. Nay. Nay. No, yeah, I, I'm I a went nay early. Well. Nay. Correct answer. You are right. <laughs> yeah. Like, being trapped on a boat, just no thank you. Remember, but, remember when the when COVID first broke and everyone was stuck on the boats? The Ruby Princess. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's my, that was my point today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so international travel's back. We all know that. Next few days, the reason to go overseas, you don't need it anymore. But that's for good. cruise ships, they still have to wait till the 17th of December because of that issue 
back, you know, back in March last year with the Ruby Princess. Yeah, right. It's it's a more of an old people thing, cruise ships, right? <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's what we're all thinking. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's just a hotel floating in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's there's it's something, trapped. There's something, something about it. Very horror it. movie about it. So if you want to go on a cruise, you've got to fly overseas and go on one over there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, second one: advent calendars. Three, two, one. Go! Yay. Nay. Big yay. What? Big yay. Yes, big yay. Thank you, Charlie. You are correct. Oh, and you're wrong. <laughs> I didn't think this was you a are quiz. Wrong. <laughs> I it thought is. this was a personal opinion. Usually it is, but for this one, like, there's a very obvious answer. Like, grow up. Just buy a block oh. of chocolate and eat it. Well, funny you say that. Woolies is bringing out a cheese advent calendar. This oh, year. hey. You didn't say that. Well, I'm yay on the cheese. There's a whole range of advent calendars. Oh, yeah. Me. There's so I many. just the cheap chocolate, you know, and it tastes a bit like... I don't want to say what I'm thinking, but it doesn't taste nice. It tastes a bit plasticky. Like phlegmy. Oh. Yeah. oh right. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it. Maybe you've no. got the wrong advent calendar. <laughs> anyway, 12 days leading up to Christmas, you can try 12 types of cheese. 12 types of cheese. There this is. is 25, isn't it? Yeah, I think the cheese one's a bit the different. The cheese one's though. a bit different. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. A, a whole block of cheese <laughs> yeah, every day. You probably need cheese. a couple <laughs> Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> And thirdly, bike riding. Yay or nay? Three, two, one, go! Yay. 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 I'm an A. No, you're both wrong. Well, hang on. Hang the on. Only no, reason- I, we said opposite things, so how can we both be wrong? <laughs> the only reason you're on <laughs> Beck is because you can't ride a bike. Okay, we've not meant true? to out here. <laughs> yeah. Beck, to producer out Beck cannot read a bike. Ride we, a bike. Read uh, a bike. It, it's, it is tricky to read a bike, but <laughs> riding it. Yep. Well, you can't ride a bike? No, I can't ride a bike. Yep. You never, just anyway, never learn? Anyway, going past that. Never learn. We're we going to move past that. If you do like riding bikes, however. Our newsreader Charles has a bike <laughs> yes. at, the at the studio today. We could give that a crack. That is not He's happening. giving me a thumbs up from no. the news booth <laughs> that you can borrow the yeah. bike. It's not happening. It's happening, everyone. Get well, on the socials at Afters Radio. Anyway, if you're unlike me and like bike riding, Western Sydney Parklands have a great um, bike riding track. But I might head down there and go for a run instead. <laughs> we're definitely getting you on the bike. There's yeah. no way we're missing Let's that. Let's see what we can do. Thank you so much, producer Beck. You're listening to Owen and Charlie on Next. This is Next. Hey, did you see big news? Chris Evans is starring is in that, a new... Um, Captain America, Chris Captain Evans? America. Yeah. He's starring in a new, uh, I guess we call it a Toy Story movie, but it's like a Toy Story origin. Oh. It's a little confusing. He's, he's doing the origin story for Buzz Lightyear, but... Right. Okay, how, wrap your head around this. So okay. in the Toy Story like universe, pen and paper? Buzz Lightyear, yeah, yeah, write it down. Mm. Um, Buzz Lightyear is a toy. Of course. But in that, yeah, in that I world... I know that one. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd start simple. <laughs> and we'll work our way up. This is... I've got it They planned. are toys, right? They Stay toys. with me and this is a story. Um, Buzz Lightyear is an action figure. Mm-hmm. That action figure is based on a person who exists in that world. And this movie is that man's story. I'm with you. Okay. Because uh, so I the, said it, and I'm, to be honest, it's not 100% in so my brain. So it's not based on the Buzz Lightyear we know. No. Because he is a copy of he the real Buzz Lightyear. famously is a toy. Yeah, famously is a toy. What I don't get, if he didn't think he was a toy, right, in Toy Story, why didn't he talk when the humans were around? He did think he was a toy in the first Toy Story. No, he thought he didn't think he was a toy. Oh, well, he did. Yes, no, I am Yeah, confused. but then yeah, he, yeah. when the humans came, he still stopped. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't, does Just it? Just another plot hole for you there. Put that up. <laughs> Come on, so tell me more. Tell me more about this origin story. Well, it's it's the story of a famous astronaut, I suppose. They've only released like a trailer. Um, mm. So there's there's not a lot of information yet. But it, it, do we need this? Do we need an origin story <laughs> if the toy that Buzz Lightyear was based on? Is, is, is anybody asking for that? I don't know. Like, what's next? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are the like, other we're doing toys? this. Well, who else is in it? Um, can we get a Mr. Potato Head origin story? Of, of one potato that's on a farm that slowly that. grows. And, and they just have lots of potato. Sack oh, of meets, potatoes. meets Mrs. Potato. Um, so there's another like potato growing next to them. Like yeah. a married at first sight sort and of vibe. And they start off as little seeds and they slowly grow close. Actually, I'm invested now. <laughs> yeah, this great. is actually a really good idea. <laughs> Should we get Pixar on the line? What about, um, remember those toys, the stretch, like you'd pull the arms and they'd stretch uh, really long? Stretch Armstrong. Of course. Yeah, what about that? <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's the one that stretches? Yeah, he's got strong arms and he stretches and then it's Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, that could be cool. Or the, the soldiers, you know, that's in Toy Story 2. Oh, yeah. Those would be good. They feel like they've got harrowing backstories. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, that's very... Let's, let's, let's move away from that one. But hey, can we put it... What do you guys reckon? What do you think should be the next origin Yeah, movie? hit us up. Uh, send us a message on Ad After's Radio. Who should we get? Woody? Is there a cowboy? A historical cowboy we that can That seems at? like Who, the, the uh, obvious idea, isn't it? Often had snakes in his boots. Yes, there is a snake in his boot. N E X T. Next. So I don't know if you've seen this. Are you a big donut fan? Uh, well, look at me, mate. Do you think I'm a big donut fan? Yes, I'm, I love donuts. You can't go wrong with a donut. I love a donut. You know yeah. how? Uh, the anyway, Krispy Kreme. Yes. Um, obviously the, the well name known in the donut yeah. game. <laughs> Duncan also. Do we have Duncan Australia? That might just be Donut King. Thing. Donut King's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, but Krispy Kreme's giving away a free donut to anyone who shows up dressed in a Halloween costume. Love that. Pretty good, huh? Any anyone, or is it the original glazed? I think the original gla- original glazed is my favourite. Well, to be honest, I've because I've tried a bunch of the different ones. They all suck, to be honest. <laughs> compared to orig- original glazed, is good. I, every time I have a different one, it's like yeah, like, it's just a bit, it's just a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, a bit much. Um, and you can you microwave the Krispy Kreme for eight seconds. That's the perfect I've never, time. I've never done that. So um, I remember when Krispy Kreme first came to Australia, and I remember there was people queuing up. Um, I remember there was a, an, a rival radio station offered, someone was at the front of the queue. They'd been lining up for like a right. few days. They offered them like $10,000 to leave the queue and they said no. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> for, for, a, for a Krispy Kreme donut? Like, like the, surely you'd leave and then pay someone like a grand for a donut. And then buy 800 donuts <laughs> yeah, the 10 grand you've got. Yeah, okay, come on. But <laughs> I guess so what? You can go in costume. Are you? Do you like costumes? Are you a costume person? I like a bit of a dress up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. What would you go as if you're going to get your donut? Oh, Squid Game's big this year. Maybe a Squid Game mm. costume. I don't know if I'd go as one of the players or one of the uh, what were they controllers, the game Never keepers. Seen it, so. You haven't seen Squid Game? <laughs> oh, get on it! But I think that's going to be a big one this year. That's kind of an easy one. Pretty yeah, pretty, it's like a tracksuit, yeah. Yeah, from basically. What I've seen. Yeah. yeah, it's in the zeitgeist at the moment as well. Sure. <laughs> it's just it's on everyone's minds. Yeah. <laughs> my big thing I used to like Sorry, dressing. I'll, I'll keep my adjectives to two syllables or less from yeah. now on. Good, bad, happy, sad. But I like used to like dressing up as a sports star. Oh, nice. So you'd go, I used to, when I was lazy, if I went to a party, I'd just go in my full rugby league kit and then yeah. uh, done. That's an easy one. And then you just wear runners and you can run around and have a laugh. But you know people I've... tackle you, which is... Less, <laughs> Not less, ideal. less good. Yeah. You know what I've got a lot of respect for is the people who Me? do <laughs> the people who do the full face paint and like it's a lot of effort. Mm. It's a you got to have stuff on your face for a long time, which is very uncomfortable. If you're willing to commit that hard, I think at least double donut from Krispy Kreme. Oh, for sure, double donut day it has to be. Double if you, donut. <laughs> if you've gone through that effort. Next. Hey Charlie, all week we've been talking about NFTs. We learned about them on Monday, and now we're finally at the stage we have made our own NFT. It's great. It's fantastic. And you know, we've made an NFT, but I'm, if I'm honest, I'm still a little confused about what an NFT is. Oh, you're in luck. What's an NFT? 
An NFT is a collectible digital asset and it stands for non-fungible token. Non-fungible means that something is completely unique and can't be replaced by anything else. So you can think of NFTs as a digital, one-of-a-kind trading card. NFTs can be anything digital, such as art, music, GIFs, videos, and more. In the world of NFTs, you're either an artist, buyer, or collector. You can list, buy, and sell on several online marketplaces, not authorised by the Australian Government Canberra. There it is. That's what NFTs are. I'm no longer confused. <laughs> yes, that's it. We've learned so much in that 30 seconds. More than we have all week. So, the NFT is on the socials now, now, now. It's ready. You can go and have a look at Afters Radio on Instagram. Get us on Next on Facebook. Yes, that's where you'll find it. So, obviously, that, not to get too confusing, that isn't the NFT because that's the um, a copy of it on the socials. The that's actual NFT yeah is on the websites that you can buy it from, but That's, you can see it. If you want to own it, if you want to own that NF, that image, if you want to have rights to it, if you want to say to all your friends on the street, mm. you see this? Mm. You see this incredible piece of art? That's mine. <laughs> yes. Well, you got you can you, buy you, it you can now. Buy, pay you, can, up. you can do that. What do you... Um, so how do you explain it? You're looking at it. You've oh. got it in front of you right now, Charlie. How would you explain it's, it? It's us? a beautiful coat of arms mm. representing everything next, everything next brekkie, Everything Western Sydney. We've got little pictures um, of things important to the show. An expensive pair of socks, for yes. example. Had to be um, a beautiful pub where a bar tab might be set up. Um, radio and music and songs. What I really like about this, moving in the background. So yesterday we asked for all the things and words and places that come to mind when we say Western Sydney. And yes. we were bombarded. There was a lot. Bombarded. Over a, close to 100, somewhere around 100 different words and messages and feelings sent through. Um, and we wanted to find a really great way to incorporate that in the NFT. So what we've done is we have a moving visual yes. background. And all those things that represent Western Sydney are kind of cycling in and fading through. Um, you know, great things. Local places, um, local cafes and restaurants yes. and bars and pubs and just words that come to mind things you know? that yeah things that stand out to you when you think of western sydney and a quick shout out to producer beck who had to go through all those words not the most fun job but thank you so much producer beck for doing that yeah so how can people when do we find out so it's a 24 hour it's up for, so it's basically it's up for auction up for auction so people will bid on it mm-hmm. and whatever the highest bid is that's how much we make and it's up for 24 hours Great. And then 24 wh- hours from now, we will know how much money we've made. We will be billionaires. And <laughs> Only a day. Only a day left slumming it. And, yeah. then, and then we're off. I think how big this weekend's going to be. And just quickly, what are we going to do with those profits, Charlie? It's all going towards a bar tab at our favorite local pub out in Parramatta, the Cow and Hedge. It's Love right that next place. to right next to Harris Park Station, right next to Western Sydney Uni. Convenient. Oh, yeah. If you're maybe you finish up at a class for the day and you're, you're parched, it's been a long engineering class. A lot of, <laughs> uh, a lot of, I never did engineering, but probably yeah. a lot of math involved, I imagine. I'd imagine so, or engineering yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, but, but you, yeah. you so got you, no money. You're broke. We well, got you covered. That's Owen where and Charlie, we come in. you'll go up to the bar, you'll say, hey, I want some of that NFT money. Yeah. And they'll, they'll wink at you and yeah. slide a beer across the table. From Hawkesbury to MacArthur, Penrith to Para, we are Sydney's West. This is Next. I feel like I'm not in touch with a lot of a lot of what's going on in entertainment world at the moment. Ooh. If only there was somebody who could explain stuff to me. Oh, wait a minute. It's time for entertainment news. Three, two, one. Hey, it's time for entertainment news. And hey, straight to the UK. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so happy because this one isn't. 
So Ed Sheeran, <laughs> I'm gonna go past this one. So Snoop Dogg has <laughs> Full bail. <laughs> Full bailout. <laughs> Snoop Dogg has announced that him and Eminem are friends again. They are brothers, they said. Oh, great. They had a big feud that was going on for many years. Okay. Um, but apparently they are back to being good friends, which is always good news. do you love it when um, yeah. people get back together? Oh, absolutely. I wonder if they maybe had like a bit of gift giving to each other. You know Ooh, how that's something? Yeah. Maybe like a box of chocolates. What do you or... reckon they would buy each other? Well, if it's Snoop Dogg, I know exactly what he's going <laughs> to give. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, what's that then? Um, Ed Sheeran, maybe he wrote a nice song on a ukulele for him. Yes, that's lovely. Or his M- own ukulele, a Snoop Dogg customized ukulele. Could it was Eminem, Eminem that he's. Oh, what? Because you mentioned Ed Sheeran, and now he's in my brain. Eminem, a rap then. Yes, a rap. Also over to the states, so Olivia Rodrigo caught up with Joe Biden, President Joe Biden of the United yes, States of I'm, America. Yes, I'm familiar. And he gave her, and this is in quotation marks, gave her uh, Ray Bans, M and M's, and a shoehorn. That's <laughs> an odd Ray Bans, Eminem, and a shoehorn. <laughs> I hope uh, Eminem. What do you reckon about that? Like, that? surely, who's Joe using Biden, sh- who's using the shoehorn these days? I know, like, surely it could be a bit stronger than that. You'd expect something better if you're visiting the uh, <laughs> I wonder, president. I mean, because it's probably Joe Biden's team, right? It's not like Joe Biden sat down and got it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right. <laughs> they're like, Where what is we? Olivia he's Rodrigo? Like, Jill, like? let's get some stuff together for <laughs> Olivia. She's coming around. She's young. She's a hit music <laughs> yeah. artist. Um, I bet she has trouble getting her shoes on in the morning. So we'll get the shoehorn in there. We've got the Joe, Joe Biden branded shoehorn. Get a bit of our merch out there. Yeah. Um, oh, she's young. Halloween's coming up. Chocolate. Great. Chocolate. Great. Perfect. Well, that's the entertainment. Hey, that's why people come to me for the entertainment Absolutely. news. Next, more music, more talk, more of the West. It's Thursday, the 28th of October, 2021, which can only mean one thing, really, isn't it? It's quite obvious. I'm sure everyone already knows. So apologies yeah. if I'm telling you something you know. Uh, of course. It's Plush Animal Lovers Day. <laughs> That's where you go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Plush Animal Lovers Day. Did, <laughs> did you have I, a... I knew that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in my calendar. <laughs> of course, it's written down on the whiteboard. Did you have a... What's your relationship? Did you have any animal I, Yeah, oh, absolutely. I had... Um, I had a very close friend in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I had a little plush uh, stuffed dog, a little black oh. dog called Woofy. Woofy, love I, the name, I, imaginative. I, I got to name him. I would have been... Of course. Oh, I would have been like three when You're I like named 18. him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's still at my house somewhere, you've still got him. I think so. Oh, I couldn't throw him away. No. Um, he's a dear friend. But, well, because I'm allergic to dogs in real life, and so oh, I had a... So you I never know, had a dog? Never had a dog, no. What about like a... Is there like a hairless dog or something? Yeah, so I'm allergic to the skin, not the... What? Yeah, How are you allergic the to... The dander, I know, nightmare, Oh huh? my gosh. Is there yeah. other animals too, or just... Most hairy animals, horses, cats, everything. Wow, I did not But so, so I had I had this... Uh, I had Woofy instead. Yeah. Who needs a real dog exactly. when I can project all my ideas of what a dog would be like onto this beautiful... It's pretty much the same. Around. I've had dogs and it's the same. Well, I, but I was obsessed with him. I had... Uh, he would, every picture of me between like six and ten years old, he was with me. That's so um, lovely. But so when I was young, I obviously had to go to bed every night with Woofy. Yeah. And one night, uh, one day rather, uh, he went missing during the day yeah. and my mum was freaking out. She was like, oh, oh God, no. if Charlie, if I can't find Woofy, Charlie's not going to go to bed. He's going to scream. He's going to throw a fit, which absolutely, of course, I would. Of course, you do um, anyway. I do that every night tonight it's, uh, <laughs> when I go to bed today. Um, sometimes I just need a glass of milk to get me. Anyway, it's not important. Uh, Woofy was missing. Oh, no. Um, bedtime, bedtime was fast approaching. Well, my mum had a brilliant idea. Uh, and when I say brilliant idea, she her plan was to say to me, Woofy's gone on a holiday. 
um so he can't be around tonight <laughs> so she was stressing all day and she's like i know it's not gonna be. it's the best i can think of i'm a mother of three boys um i don't have enough time to dedicate to a full <laughs> yeah. backstory as to why yeah. woofy's not around so bedtime comes around she goes hey charlie just so you know um woofy has gone on a holiday so we won't be here tonight and i went yep yeah, cool <laughs> sounds that checks out He's been talking about how he wants the trip. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he did mention it. This is next. Well, that's all for today. Make sure you tune in from 8am tomorrow, Friday, the last day of the week. And the best day, potentially. See you then.